Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream. right in there and having a good sniff around the Monday Scrum. Hello and welcome to our grand final edition of the Monday Scrum. This is what it is all about, the big one on Sunday. Aaron Woods and Brent Reid. Brent Reid's not even paying attention. When not does even he? Pumped. When does he? Sorry. Are you going to have to, can have to be excited? Come on. I've been out of Parramatta all morning. How was it? It was all right. A lot of, lot of punters out there. There would have been a few thousand out there. Uh, school holidays as well. Parramatta really. Ferns. Oh, they were loving it. Beautiful. They love your man, Mitch Moses. He's a god Who out doesn't? there now. Yeah, they love him or hate him. Is that right? Yep. Well, you're a lover, aren't you? I love him, mate. <laughs> One of my favourite players. Did you get a vibe from being out there that they're on this week? Uh, they were pretty relaxed, to be fair. Brad was pretty relaxed. Um, they were pretty good space, I reckon, but they're up against a pretty good team too. That's the other side of the equation. It doesn't matter how relaxed you are. When you're up against Penrith, uh, sometimes you're powerless, really. Do you think this is the NRL's dream? Battle of the West. So I I reckon South Parramatta would have been a better grand final for them. Why's that? Because South have got such a big fan base and Parramatta's got such a big fan base. The only thing is, look at the rivalry of Penrith Parramatta. I understand that, Woodsy. But Penrith's been the last two years, so the story's been told a bit. I reckon South would have been huge. Luttrell would have been massive. I I don't mind it, but but the story, you know. I understand you don't mind it. But the question was, (laughs) is it the NRL's? Is it the dream? Woodsy's dream The question was, was it the NRL's dream? That's all he's worried about. saying that maybe South Parramatta may have been. But if it was South Penrith, that'd probably be what? You'd want to do it at ANZ Stadium or you want to change it to another stadium like you usually... Oh, don't start. Let's not go over that. We're <laughs> raking over old coals, bro. <laughs> well, we've gone on and on about the premiership drought, a 36-year premiership drought. They could be breaking it and finally lifting that premiership trophy for the first time since 1986. Mitch Moses has had a huge part in their season and Woodsy, what an incredible sacrifice miss the birth of his first child to be up there in Townsville. Yeah, look, he had a huge week last week. He lost his grandma uh, the weekend prior. He had the funeral on a Monday. And then obviously, I think his missus was due last weekend. So I think that's probably one of the big reasons why he he did go. And, and they were flying in, flying out. So he, he thought, you know, I might take that opportunity. But then obviously, uh, <laughs> she went into labor on, on uh, Thursday night. And then, you know, he had the kid by FaceTime at 3.50 in the Arvo on Friday and to go out with the performance that he played, a lot of people give it to him, which it, it frustrates the hell out of me because y- you go through so many emotions, you know, when you have a kid. You'd know, Reedy, you, you've had a couple. Had a couple, yeah. So, in the room um, for them. One for Emma to expect later on through yep. through time. But <laughs> um, it's it's a huge day, you know, and the roller coaster is up and down and, you know, there's so much happening, you know, the, the amount of jo- enjoyment you've got to go through. And then at the end of that, he's got to realise he's got to go play a game of footy that night. So... You know, I know he kicked a couple of balls out in the field, out, out in the full. He, he missed a, a goal that he probably sh- would normally kick. But to to his credit, I thought his second half, you know, he, he did all that in the first half. He come out in the second half, it was a different person. He, he, you know, he realized he probably didn't play the best he probably could in that first half. But he like dumbed the game down. He, he simplified his game and he just went out and did the little things right. And he created a lot of opportunities. You know, one of the short side plays was the, was the moment of the game where it got Parramatta back into it. And... Now, to his credit, he, he shut everyone up, and now he's got a grand final to look forward to. I reckon he has now silenced all the, the doubters, all the critics, because there's been a lot of pressure on Mitch for a long time. And obviously, he left the West Tigers, went to Para, 
Um, he's but been he's really, worn the, the number seven jersey. There's there. always going to be people doubting. If he loses this, su- if he, yeah, but if he loses he, this Sunday, people are going to go, "Oh, he chokes in the big game." I, I think he's. I think he's shown people now that he's a truly elite halfback. You know, there's been some people who've questioned that, but I don't think you can question that anymore. I Not think at all. Getting them to a grand final. I don't. I don't. I don't think it matters whether he wins or loses. I think what he's done so far this season, under the circumstances, he's done it. I think he people. People need to get off his back a bit. Well, the problem is he's got, he's a cocky kid, so yeah. he he lo- he's 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 a winner. He always wants to win, and when he doesn't win, he doesn't take it as well as other players. He gets a, you know he gets the craps, and mm. and he, he probably he doesn't handle his body language and all that as well, and and that frustrates people at times. But he's a kid that wants to win every time he plays, and you know, and mate, I could tell you before this year that he was an elite halfback. He's played Origin already. Not many, mm. not not many normal halfbacks play Origin, so he's done that well. He's been a top four the last few years, and. The other bloke that I'm pretty happy for is Brad Arthur. I remember the first semi, first final when we, we spoke about at Penrith on uh, when they played against Parramatta that night. We were all saying if he's safe or not. Mm. He's done a massive yeah. job. That's remarkable. Now he's in the grand final. What, no one's talking about him. It was a nice touch of paradise. One of the fans gave Mitch a present for his baby. What was the present? I don't. Well, it was a, it was a wrap team. <laughs> he didn't open it, it in front. Ca- in he front didn't of it a, Was it a fan or was it a, a, it was a fan? Or... I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they gave him a present. That's a nice touch, isn't That's it? Nice. What did you get for him? I just let, I allowed him to be interviewed by me. Right. So it what, was a real pri- honor, real what a honor privilege that is. Well, he was interviewed by Triple M on the ground after the match. I don't know. I'm just glad we got the win and been a roller coaster of emotions for the whole week. I lost my grandmother, you know, last week and we laid her to rest on Monday. And then four hours ago, I'm welcoming my first daughter to, um, to the world and <laughs> then just winning a game to play my first grand final. So I don't know. Woodsy, you know him really well. On that pressure that Reddy was talking about and criticism, how do you think, do you think it has got to him at times? I don't think it's got, to, I think the thing, the thing that, get, that gets to him is that he can never prove anyone wrong, uh, anyone right. There's always people knocking these back. I mean, when he played Origin, it was a game they lost, you know, it was, it was, it was a different circumstance as well. Like he, he broke his back in the, mm-hmm. I think it was the third or third set of the game. I think he got tackled as he was kicking the ball. So a lot of people didn't know about that. He played the rest of the game with, with a broken back. But I think he's just uh, – the biggest thing for him at the moment, I think he'd just be relieved. You know, a lot of people, like Reedy said, would be off his back now that he's made this grand final. You know, everyone was hoping that he'd fail because, you know, they, they've had the greatest opportunity to get there. But they got to remember that, that. They didn't get the week off like Cowboys did. So he'd probably be – for myself, he'd be a lot uh, relieved. But in saying that, he'd be quite confident going into this game because they've beat Penrith twice this year. He looked in a pretty good frame of mind today. I mean, he did a lot of uh, interviews, Mitch. But you know the other thing, Reedy, there's no mm. pressure on Parramatta. Well, there is, yeah. there's pressure. It's a yeah, final. Obviously, with you. there's pressure, but I'm just yeah. saying the expectation is for Penrith to win this and win this easy. Yeah. We spoke about this for a long time, yeah. but I remember speaking a couple of weeks ago, I think, when we were at Allianz. I said the hardest game for, for Parra to win was that one against um, Canberra. And now they've got through that, I honestly think they're going to this game, they'll be they'll be quite surprising. I think they're going to surprise a lot of people. Him. I'd say that to the I, end. I, yeah, say, say that, that to the end. Yeah, follow yeah, the mail. rundown, sorry, please, Brendan. Get a bit ahead of yourself there, Reed, man. We've got to late. Almost ran out of petrol on the way here, actually. It was very traumatic. Very traumatic. You should have done some deep breathing before you came into the studio, just to calm yourself down. Heavy breathing or deep breathing? No, deep. Deep. Just deep. A bit of meditation. (laughs) Anyway, the bunnies might be doing some meditation or maybe they're just still on a long, mad Monday after the weekend. Top four, JD's first season in charge. Woodsy, how do you rate the Rabbitohs season as a whole? Oregon is quite successful. Um, you look at a lot of the times when Wayne Bennett's coach and what happens to the years after, 
Now, a lot of the time they go through a complete rebuild. You know, it goes a bit of a shambles after, you know, because Wayne can attract a lot of players, but once he goes, uh, they tend to move on. But you got to take, he's made, you know, he got down to the final four. Not obviously didn't make the top four, but he got down to the last four teams left. Um, if it wasn't for Todd Payton, I, I honestly think, you know, he could be up there for coach of the year because the season they've had, you know, you got to remember we played against uh, South one night down at Wollongong and he hooked Ilias after, mm. I think it was 25 minutes of football. And a lot of coaches would probably just put him back in reserve grade and not play him at all. But he, he stuck by him, you know, he, he knew what he was doing that night. A lot of us, we criticised what he was doing. But the players are, have shown a lot of faith in him and, and they repaid him. You know, they played some really good footy and immediately the other night they didn't have Tom Burgess, Saliva Havili. You know, they had some players out missing. Alex and Johnson. Alex Johnson as well, you know, day before the game. So... I think if they had a full squad, they would have, you know, probably been even closer. But it's been a massive, a massive win from this year. They've been outstanding. You know, one game away from the grand final. You know, they lost Adam Reynolds. Had a young kid had to step up, and he's had a few injuries. You know, Latrell he missed quite a, a fair amount of rugby league. But the, the back end of the year, they were one of the top four sides. Well, going to the US worked wonders for Latrell Mitchell to fix that troublesome hamstring. He seemed to yep. come back in a really good headspace. But we seem to talk about it all the time. He is a polarizing figure, and he was booed after the match when he was interviewed on field. Latrell, such a disappointing way to end your season. Can you sum up the emotions right now? Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, twelve up. You know, you go. And, um... <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. Got a better team. They stuck with their process, and uh, yeah, took it away from us. Is that? Fair should a player... Who were uh, they booing, him or Denica? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're assuming Latrell, yeah. but is it... Do they... Fans, they're paying their money to go and sit in their seat. Do they have the right to do that, or is that oh, look, personally, disrespectful? Personally, I don't like it, but if you're a fan, you're a fan. You, you, you come out and do it. I don't like it after the games. If it happens during the game when he touches the ball, I don't mind when they boo him there, but... You remember, one of the best players to ever play the game, Cameron Smith, got booed every time he, he walked out on the field if it wasn't at Melbourne. Mm. You know, it just happened because such, they're, they're staturing the game of how good they are. And, you know, as an opposite fan, you always want to you want to try to get in the head and do whatever you can. But, you know, they pay their own memberships. They do everything. So, you know, they've got the right to boo. But I just think that that was pretty poor form after the game. You know, they should be celebrating. And Lachelle didn't say anything bad against them. He, he he pumped them up. He said they did everything right. You know, they stuck to their processes. Not once did he did he bag them. He pumped them up. And he even spoke to Nathan Cleary after the game and, and said, you know, I heard him on, on the live coverage saying, you know, he, this is your time. You can do what you got to do and win another comp. So you got to give a bit of credit to him. You know, he, he does say that he loves to be a showman, but he also was pretty gracious in defeat at the same time. Yeah, it's not as if there was a war of words in the build-up no. and, or they had a fight like a punch on in the last time they played, there was no reason for Latrell really just to be with, the villain. I just think with what we've been going through the last few weeks, they just took it as a little jab. You know, Latrell was disappointed with the boos in round twenty five against the Roosters. You know, they won in the semi in the, in the first final. He got he got pumped up, and then because the Penrith fans won, they were on a high, so they just thought that they'd get it behind it, and you know, this creates the theatre behind NRL. I don't like it, Em. I don't like it. I think you can boo him when he's lining up goals. Uh, I don't mind that, uh, but I don't like him, the general booing of him. I think it's it's not necessary. It's completely unnecessary. It's over the top, um, and the sooner it stops, the better for everyone. If you want to boo him when he's lining up a kick goal, 
I couldn't care less. Happy to do that. But when it's incessant and it happens all the time, when he's doing an interview at full time mm. after the game, his face comes to the big screen. He's just lost. Well, why do you need to do it? Mm. Would they well, boo well, him if he was wearing an Australian jersey or New South Wales jersey? Well, pro- the sad part is they probably would, would he? I don't I mean, think you they think would. about Wally Lewis. He used to get hammered when he came to Sydney by well, so, chumps. As I said to you, Cameron Smith. When he was wearing an Australian jersey, Wally used to Cameron Smith, people used to get into him as well. Yeah. So I don't like it, Em. I'm not a fan of it. What about, do you, do you like the refs getting booed then after the game? Not really. No? No. I think when, yeah, when the game is done. That's my It's so like, that's full my stop. Point. Everyone's yeah. done their best. Everyone's left everything out on the field. Yeah. Just show a bit of respect. Yeah, I, I, yeah. As I said, if he's carrying the ball back, boo him as much as possible, kicking goals, booing him. If he's just being literal, pumping up the crowd, get into him. But not when the game's over. Just it, enjoy the moment of winning and... Because you just could lose next week. And the stories come out that he played the second half with some rib cartilage injury on the oh, weekend. Tough, yeah. He got smashed. I can't remember who smashed him. Moses Someone, Leota. Moses yeah. Leota mm. absolutely nailed him in that first Never half. seen him get hit like that. And Never seen him get hit get like up, that. And obviously he did, he'd done some damage. That probably explains a little bit why Latrell had a, a quieter night. But, yeah, I, uh, he copped a bit of flack for this performance. But, geez, I don't get where they got without Latrell. Mm. I mean, he got him there. And he was but you've got to also look at who they're playing against. Yeah, they're playing against a red-hot team. So, um, you know, I think, he, I think he had a great year. And hopefully he's, he's fit and going on the Kangaroo Tour. Just on him going up to Nathan Cleary after the match, the week before when they beat Cronulla, I was on the sideline. And he went straight over to Nico Hines, who was devastated, and gave him a hug and was talking to him. And these are the things we don't talk about yeah. with Latrell. We yeah. only see when he pumps his chest or does those sort of things after a game and – that's the talking point. We don't see what he does when he when he grabs people. You know, I, I remember we played against him down at when we played against him in Wollongong. He didn't play because he had COVID. He just got out of the the bubble yep. or the quarantine. Sorry, but he was on there. We had a couple of young blokes, you know, Tyrell Sloan, young Indigenous kids, and mate, he was around them and just saying, "Boys, he's killing it." Blah blah blah. And they walked off. And I remember talking for the week. Mate, they couldn't believe that Latrell came out and went out of his way and spoke to him. So. The the impression that he leaves leaves on the other players it, it impacts them so much and. Yeah, as I said, yeah, it's just frustrating when you see people boo him, especially after games. It's just quite disappointing. Actually, he was on after the game um, for Saturday night. He went. He uh, had quite an emotional moment with Mark Nichols because obviously Mark oh, Nichols yeah. was leaving at the yeah. end of the year and going to the Dolphins, and Latrell gave him a hug. And I could see I was quite close to them. I could see he was saying some things to him, and they were quite emotional. But I think Mark Nichols had as he had his child with him at the time, so. You're right, Woodsy. People don't see that side of Latrell. It's a bit. I think they're seeing more of it now because mm-hmm. Latrell's a bit more open than what he was a year ago. And I hopefully Latrell stays that way because the, oh, the Latrell will, we've seen the latter half of this year, the more you see that side of Latrell, I think the less people are booing, the more people will start to appreciate what he brings to the game, what he brings to South Sydney, um, and how um, influential and how. A bigger figure he is in the game at but the moment. Watch, those people booing him, I guarantee you in four weeks' time when he's wearing the green and gold jersey, Cheering they'll him. be pumping him up and hoping he has a blinder for us to win the yeah. win the World Cup. How good is it going to be? I'm excited that... Are you it, excited that we're yeah, going for six we weeks? Well, I'm are Debo. you not? I'm Debo. Are you not? How My you wife's fit? not a team that how's your pre <laughs> How's your pre-World Cup diet going? I'm going all right. I've dropped about four Yeah, you're looking, looking fit. Really good, really. Looking yeah, very fit. Kicks. Yeah, I'm all right. Well done. How are you going with yours? Not good at all. I've gone the opposite. You keep going away. Partying yeah. at the casino in Townsville and stuff. I didn't wow. go to, cas- I didn't go to uh, I Townsville. My, I had my spies out. I wasn't even in Townsville, mate. Oh, Do your okay, research. She's in Brisbane, mate. Brisbane. Oh, Brisbane. Sorry, She's in Brisbane. Yeah, Vegas. Sorry, that's right. You're in Brisbane. But well, there's a casino in Brisbane. There was. The star. Yeah. No. Just yeah. went for a quiet beverage last night. Anyway, there's still time. We've got two weeks. Oh, Is that actually, why you missed your flight, Em? I didn't miss it. It was cancelled. <laughs> you're, you're going a week. 
I go on the 6th, so next Thursday. Wow. Yep. So you haven't got much time to get, no. get yourself in shape. I've got next Wednesday <laughs> no, off. You're looking, to... you're looking fantastic, Em. Oh, thank you. She's the, the looker in the show. Yeah. We've got nothing. No. Got the repartee. <laughs> rose between two thorns, eh? Anyway. Oh, really? The You're kidding. The end of two You're thorns, kidding. Right? <laughs> well, I hope you've done your research. A grand final edition of the best segment on radio. Read about it. Read about it. Reedy's Mail. Well, we should start with the kangaroo tour because obviously that's getting close. So a few more names added to it today. Uh, Valentine Holmes. Added to that's the extended squad. Uh, Jordan McLean is in the extended squad, and Jeremiah Nanai was added to that squad, and that's that's pretty significant uh, because Jeremiah, as I understand it, last few days has been weighing up whether to play for Samoa or Australia, but he's obviously given the indication he's going to play for Australia. There's another one, but I've forgotten who it is. Ruben Cotter. Ruben Cotter's the other one. I was about to say, how's he not in there? Ruben Cotter's the other one. So those four guys have been added to the extended squad. Uh, I'd imagine Nanai, Holmes and Cotter, for me, are all certainties. McLean will be. McLean, They've got in the middles. You've McLean lost Haas. Depends, lost Papali, I reckon depends Paulo. on the front rowers, yeah. But he, he's really in the mix. And uh, Jordan, play, he's played eight test matches, Jordan McLean. I played last World Cup with him. Did you? Yeah. And he'd he's be won a, a World Cup. He'd be a great story because he was in the, obviously, New South Wales squad mm. for Origin oh, this yeah. year. And he got injured. injured. Yeah. On the day, I think it was the day, the day before I was, the game. I, I'm not sure. It was the week. It was a little yeah, it was week leading into the game. So he would be a great story if Jordan McLean makes that uh, as Wendell pops his head out the window. The OG. Yeah. Uh, so if, he, if Jordan Wendell's McLean makes so that mature, squad, isn't he? He is yes. such a grown-up band. <laughs> um, grand final stuff. Look, uh, Sean Lane, we broke the story last night that Sean Lane's about to sign an extension at Parramatta. He's got one year to go in his deal. He's did you break that? I did. Well done. You know another one. Could he play for Australia? Well, he's been playing. His form has been absolutely outstanding. The whisper is he is part of the squad wow. that they've picked, but he's no certainty to go. Okay. Yep. He's Why sort is of, that? Well, I don't know because they've got other options like Jeremiah Nanai oh, and other I, guys, sorry, Angus Crichton uh, yep. and guys like that. Joy Arrows um, all that. So uh, he ba- he basically confirmed that deal's not far off being done. It's a, a three year extension to his current contract. Um, around the $1.5 to $2 million mark. So well-earned for Sean Lane because if it hit the market, he'd been in red-hot demand. But the interesting sideline to this is Ooh. Dylan Brown, who plays alongside him, obviously, at, at Parramatta. He's off contract at the end of next year. Now, I spoke to Dylan at the end of the season, in the next year, sorry. So he's a November 1 guy. Spoke to Dylan Brown today about his future. Very laid-back guy, Dylan Brown. He doesn't – he said, look, I'm in no rush. You know, I'll take it easy. It doesn't worry me. You know, footy will be there one way or the other. Parramatta's not going anywhere. But I said to him, look, with Sean Lane re-signing, giving you play alongside him at club level, will that help Parramatta to try and convince you to stay? He said, yeah, no doubt it will because you want to be surrounded by good players. Um, you know, I've got a good chemistry with him. You know, the, you want the club to keep winning. Um, and with Sean Lane here – you know, it'll help us keep winning. That combo's been absolutely outstanding this year. Been. I reckon Sean Lane's been their best player. He's, He's been their been best a, and their most consistent player every game. His second half the other night was Well, every time he touched ridiculous. the ball, something's going to happen. What about he, he saved uh, almost a try from the Cowboys with when Chatty went to kick it over his he head and too. he He's seven foot six. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, I mean, that's promising signs for Parramatta because they've got a really difficult period coming up where they've got uh, Penasini, Mitch, uh, well, Sean Lane now done. Um, Wonga Blake, Brown's Dylan off. Brown, Nathan, Nathan Brown, Brown but He's I suspect going, Nathan sure. Brown will be gone, right? So, but there seems to be an issue there. Yeah, they've got those guys to sort out in the next 
uh, well, if they want, if they can before November 1, if they can't, I mean, you imagine a guy like Mitch Moses now, Ooh. if he hits November 1, Especially his, if he wins a comp his too. price is going up and up and up and up. How um, much would you pay, if Mitch wins the comp, how much is he worth? Well, Cleary's on 1.3. Right? So, so not Mitch, as Mitch much is as worth a million. Well, minimum, I would think. Someone, some club would pay Mitch one 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 two. I reckon, just because. Tigers? Well, they want him back. Yeah. You know that, don't you? Have you heard that? I haven't heard that. Yeah, they want him back. Well, I, I spoke Do you reckon him. he would go back, Woodsy? I've got no idea. I always jam up about it, but he's been pretty switched on about this season. I reckon that we'll have a few beers once the season's over, and I'll have well, a little yarn the, with him. The Tigers, well... Cameron Munster is very close to make a decision on whether he stays in Melbourne or not. Not where, what, do you, what do you think? Not where he goes. Well, he was he, he met Blake uh, Blake Braith on Friday. They played golf, they had lunch, and they were going to make a decision at that point about whether he took the Melbourne extension up. I haven't spoken to Braith since to check in with him. I'll probably contact him after we get off air. Yeah, um, that's, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, contact him after you. Well, I was too segment. busy. I was running out of petrol. <laughs> <laughs> But um, he's very close. But the Tigers' dream scenario would be if they can't keep Luke Brooks, their dream scenario is Munster and Moses You're as their house You're going to get both pairing. of them. I'm just telling you the dream. Oh, I'm not sure. dreaming. What's, what's Brooks going to do They're there? dreaming. Well, if Brooks goes, if Brooks leaves. I'm saying the dream, the, their dream is both. And they've made contact with both. Imagine Mitch, that for a spine. You've got Coruscant at nine, Moses. Munster. Wouldn't Brooks. matter who you played at fullback. Would you think Moses? Would Brooks. you think Mitch would want to go back there more if Brooks was there? Well, our best mates, aren't they? Yeah. Are they still just as close? Yeah, close yeah. as. Yeah, I think it would. It might help. Mm. Mm. What are you saying? I'm just asking. You're the, it's Reddy's <laughs> mail. <laughs> anyway, um, so there you go. That's it. What about well uh? Hey, congratulations for Reddy breaking Tuppany the other night too. Oh yeah. Well done, mate. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks, well done. Yeah. We couldn't talk about it till after they seven o'clock. They confirmed that today too. Joey Tuppany got confirmed today. He did a had, press went, conference. Went today. to wait around and around. I know. Yeah. Well, you gibbered a lot. Oh, Someone mate. did. I can't remember who it was. You filled in very well. Would have been Gerds. A lot of gibberish going on. <laughs> it was you actually. Stop it. You wouldn't shut up. You you were giving it to me. Oh, what about the way? What about so behind the scenes here? Mm. We rang Reedy up. The way he answered his phone was that rude and that poor for the young bloke. Mate, I was distracted. The young tech, and and the way you were talking to him was so rude, mate. Hey, can I give you an update on my Willie Mason? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We haven't asked. The yeah. great man sent me another message. Oh, the week. beautiful. Just to apologise. Well, we were talking about Joe Sawali on NRL three hundred and sixty, and I said Joe's well within his rights to do what he's done and play for Samoa. I don't have an issue with. It's great. He's honouring his family. And the big Will sent me a message saying, "Mate, well done." I agree with you. Oh, so you've mended the relationship. Wow, on so fire, really. So you're not like Buzz. You hold grudges. Now. Good on you, mate. So there you go. You'll do something next this week show to, has piss, brought to piss him off. Peace to the world. <laughs> Me and Will. Peace to some. Yeah. Not yeah, that's good. Well done, Reedy. Yeah. Great stuff. It's exciting. It's exciting. Big week ahead. Big day of grand final action. We've got the uh, women's grand final as well on Sunday. Who wins that, Em? The Knights. Easy. Sorry. Uh, sorry to write their heels off, but. So the Eels only just snuck into the finals. They won one game. And this is the nature of the women's competition because there are six teams. So that fourth spot, you can sneak in by winning just one of your five games. And the Roosters were undefeated. Mm. The Roosters were undefeated. Mind you, last year the Roosters snuck in just. They were waiting for the final game for other results to go their way. They snuck in. Upset the Broncos and then they went on to win the. You know what was so, so good? You know what was so good about this weekend? No Roosters games. Yeah, good. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Millie Ball scored. Did I see her score an she, amazing uh, Yeah, try? she is. What's the a what's dead the Clive Churchill chord in the, the females one? Uh, what is it called? I should know that. 
Is it, um, oh, I forgot the lady's name. She's a commentator. But I reckon. Tasha Gale. Tasha Gale. It's the Nelly Doherty medal in um, in Origin. The origin. Oh, okay. I, she's my tip to win that one. Okay. She's unbelievable. Or Tamika Upton. Did you see her try? Tamika Upton as well. The two of those girls. Like Kelly Davis is a good ta- defender yeah. from the Dragons. She just shot. I saw the Millie Ball try. It was astonishing, yeah. She's quite the footballer. She is she goes, a weapon. So I'm tipping the Knights in that one. Okay. What about um, first grade? Who are we going to back? Oh, who am I going? Yeah. I'm going to go Parramatta. Ooh. I'm going to cheer. you got to cheer. In journalism, you always say you've got to cheer the story. Parramatta's a better story. Just because of the 36-year drought. Such a good story, you know. I, I, so I'm cheering the story because I have no particular persuasion. Woodsy. I was going for Parra, but Reedy's going for him, so I'm going for Penrith now. Oh, oh, but wow. what about Mitch? Wait till Woodsy. Oh, uh, no, Reedy's 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 the mock, so I'm going for Penrith now. Oh, I can never agree, Reedy. Are you che- I hope Mitch is okay, tuning in. Mitch, you, you're not tuning in. Um, You've heard. There's, no, Mitch, there's no Mitch, chance Mitch, Mitch is listening to, to win. this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so you, it's a better story for the Eels to win, but do you genuinely think they will? I think, they've got, I think they've got a good. I think they've got a good chance. I, I don't think they're without hope. I mean, they've beaten them twice this year, and they were in the game until Mitch got the H. Was it H? Yeah. yeah, clocked himself out. Yeah, so I, I don't think they're without hope. I think they're a big chance. And I thought Penrith, their opening thirty minutes or so the other night wasn't Penrith. Wasn't great. So maybe maybe they're a bit off the boil. There we go. Okay. Well, it's going to be who, a big who, week. Who are you going? I'm going to say Penrith. Oh. You said that very well. I love it how no one agrees with you, Reedy. Reluctantly, didn't you? No, I agree that it's a great story Reedy's for the Eels. Reedy's just but going think... for Parra because it's good for the NRL. No, because it's good for Because you're a suck-up to the NRL. <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly right. Ask them in on the suck-up for the players <laughs> union. I can't win. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not no, getting you're us enough, great mate. Job, Come on. Reedy. Thanks, Em. So, big week ahead, but we still have one more edition Ooh, of the Monday Scrum next week. And then we got our Mad Monday. So we're going to plan a little Mad Monday lunch. I think Woodsy's going to plan that. Yep. Reedy's going to get Reedy's going to footy drinking. (laughs) So everyone enjoy a big day of footy on Triple M on Sunday and do not miss our wash-up show next week on the Monday Scrum. Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream.